Collins is next. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to Fun Point, a podcast where two friends force each other to listen to new music. I'm Eddie Colazzo, and with me, as always, is Brooks Oglesby. Hello. I love you. Won't Hello, you tell Brooks. me your name? The Doors. The Doors. Everyone has been getting in our way saying, no, today you will not record The Doors podcast. This isn't the fourth time Eddie has introed this episode. Yeah, there were various solar storms and computer explosions that prevented us, but this one's going to work. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I did need to get a new, an entirely new power supply for my computer, and Brooks is dealing with his own kind of uh, issues that, that no one, like when you search for them on Google, you don't even find the thing where it says resolved five years ago, there's just, just a zero result. Yeah, I'm using George R. R. Martin's computer lately, and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I did get Audacity running on the old words, on the old ColecoVision. Yeah, yeah, I, I got my uh, my Super Famicom ready, mm-hmm. loaded up with with uh, with with Nintendo's Audacity, and uh, we should be good to go. Uh, the doors, the doors, the doors. Um, thank thank you for choosing this album, man. It's well, listen, it's it's it takes you back to to a certain time and place. It's it's one of mm-hmm. the most. If you go on like rateyourmusic.com, like this is going to be like a top one hundred album. This is a seminal. Oh, for sure. Rolling Stone nine hundred albums to listen to before you die. Mm-hmm. The doors are going to. That's be on, on there. there. Tony Hawk's yeah. Underground Two soundtrack. Break on through to the other side. Uh huh. You know, I will say there are a few <laughs> songs on here that I enjoyed. Oh yeah. Me as that well. being said, but, but <laughs> I fucking hate the doors, bro. <laughs> Other than like the the three or four songs where I'm like, this is like a good song that I enjoy. There would be like one point where I'd just be like, oh, f- I'll fucking course the doors. When it's like, I'm going to go to sleep in your pussy, which I'm calling the kitchen. Yeah. Like, that's the one that you don't, you don't care for. And the one where it's like 11 minutes where it's like, I saw a car accident once. It was sad. He said it was sad, and then he said, oh, I'm gonna fuck! I'm <laughs> gonna fuck tonight! And everyone was like, holy shit, this man is the voice of a generation. This is the first guy to ever understand the one thing about Oedipus that everybody knows. Yeah, has anyone heard of Sigmund Freud? Yeah. Allow me, the doors, to tell you about it. Um... You want to just get into Let it? Let me ask you before we just get into it, though. I don't mean to yes. like. You don't have to answer this. I'm not a cop. You don't. You don't have to answer this. Okay. But have you considered that maybe you might like the album more if you were to say, "Open your own doors of perception." I feel like I I like if so. Let's say we're, we're taking a ride with this album. We're we're doing a Pink Floyd with this album, right? Mm-hmm. If if like um i i sparked up as soon as i heard like i'd be like okay i'm i'm getting in a good mood and then as soon as we got to the alabama song i'd be freaking out like <laughs> and you wouldn't be on that heady california bud we're talking about 1966 exactly. I, dirt yeah it w- it wouldn't be you know uh what's it seth rogan's like coconut dreams it would be yeah. that Nine, that, that 1967 butt of the year which is just which is called like fucking pottery barn it's the whatever. same like, experience of like being in the same room as a container of like rubber cement like that's, <laughs> yeah. that's 
if like your friend on the other side of your middle school art table like has Elmer's glue open, that's the, yeah. that's the level of high. It's, it's always get. like, wow, man, you got to check out this fine herb I got, and it's like those wood chips from a playground that's on <laughs> like just tires. Yeah, like, yeah, man, I can't <laughs> wait to smoke this. Yeah, dude, we're gonna be we're gonna be forever remembered as like the epic weed generation for some reason. <laughs> uh, we're the free anyway. love generation. Let's go elect Donald Trump in fifty years. Let's, listen, listen, you're not gonna love this shit now, and you're also gonna hate us later. Mm-hmm. So might as well have a good time. Well, yeah. well, we're doing whatever it is we're doing right now. Break on through mm-hmm. to the other side. The opening song is good. I'm just gonna say it. It's a good song. It's a good. It's it's, it's, it's a like little... it's it's Blitz Creek Pop. It's like we all know it. We mm-hmm. love it. Break on through to the other side. Um, I so so for I feel like Jim Morrison is like wow, what a what a front man, right? Like what a what a band leader. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I usually don't hear people say what a great singer. Um. <laughs> that's but, true that's fair but it, it's like it is very much more of the vibe that he brings rather than let's say the the lyrical prowess yeah because the, you, know, you didn't have like the vocal you, prowess. Didn't, you didn't have like ghosts back then you didn't have evil music so the most evil music <laughs> you could hear is just like a 26 year old white guy being like talking in like a deep voice and just being like <laughs> i found an island in your arms everybody's like that's so fucked up i'm a satanist now uh i i knew that this would provide us a a a bountiful harvest of genius comments. Yeah, because this is um, where this is where the big boys play when it comes to like, damn, the song is meaningful. Um, so right here, first first track, break on through to the other side. This is the quintessential door song, vivid with exceptional imagery, <laughs> drug use metaphor, psychedelic musical composition, and amazing vocals. Um, the drug use, <laughs> the drug use metaphor that I could find in this song is, and I'll just read it. You know, totally unaffected verbatim as it appears on the on the album lyrics please everybody loves my baby she get high <laughs> so that's and kind also, of a metaphor like, for getting high if you hear the song most of the time high is censored like the tony hawk version is just like she get she get mm-hmm. and to the point get, where like John? i'm more used to that one so like when he it sounds very like shoehorned in when he says like she get high mm-hmm. it's a little bit it's a little bit above <laughs> my pay grade yeah this song's about doing um, freaking drugs, though. This song is about doing freaking weed. And now everybody loves and... my wife because she's, she smokes dirt with me. John, John Morris Mann said, everyone, please write letters to my wife. She's so cool <laughs> and popular. Please telegram my wife. It's 1966. Yeah, yeah. SOS. My wife is high. I will say, <laughs> speaking of the, the time period and the conditions under which this album was made, I think this is my first time returning to The Doors as a person who's older than Jim Morrison was when he died at famous Yeah, that's kind year. of... I remember, be, like, when I was a teenager and heard that about Jimi Hendrix and, like, shit like that, I was like, that's never going to be me. Like, not that I'm going to die at 27, but I'm like, that's so far away. Yeah, because, like, I could never be that old. I think I, I and, got and into the doors around, like, when I was probably, like, 15 or 16, and that's, like, damn, he got all the way to 27. This guy mm-hmm. this guy must have gone to college for 50 years. Like, can you can you just do me a favor right now, just because I just mentioned him? Go, go to Google Image Search and, and, like, look at pictures of Jimi Hendrix. Like, yeah, I'd, just love, I'd up, love to do that. Up. I mean, he's making a lot of cool poses and, and, like, making cool faces and, like, guitar shit. Um, so yeah, tell there me when you have that... 
um, I'm older than this man. Yeah, that's the thing that, like, that happens to me, uh, like, with, like, a lot of people from the past. And also, like, when I see, like, that I'm five years older than DK Metcalf of the Seattle Seahawks. Uh It is, like, there's, but, like, I'm over here, I look like Jojen Reed. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's just, like, Uh, On the plus side, maybe you could be cast as, like, young Jim Morrison. Yeah, I could be, I wish I had the jaw for it. Yeah. <laughs> he does kind of look like shit in a lot of pictures, though. He doesn't, like, he was supposed to be, like, sexy, right? Like, look at like, the picture of the single at the top of the Genius page. He's the second guy, why? and he's just, like, making a... He looks like Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, he's, he is making the Napoleon Dynamite piece. <laughs> like, there's, like, three pictures of him where he's, like, shirtless and making a cool why? Shinsuke Nakamura pose, but the rest of the pictures are very bad. Why, on the, the single cover, all four of them look like a different type of pervert? Yeah, <laughs> like they're they're each they're this is at their hearing each of them for a different type of weird sex crime yeah. that they've been accused of. They're all they have all just failed their audition for Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> I like the uh, song though. The song's good though. Everybody loves my baby. She get high. She get high. Uh, well, anyway. well, the clock says it's time to close now. So why don't we head on over to the Soul Kitchen? To the Soul Kitchen. Okay. Let me sleep all night in your soul kitchen. <laughs> Warm my mind near your gentle stove. Near this your is the pussy. Stove. He's talking about the the pussy here. <laughs> now, why do you say that? Um, because that's uh, it's like um, where you know how um, like when you turn a stove on and it, and it gets hot. Oh, turn That's it. Like okay. A, yeah, yeah. Double yeah. Oh, wow. Like like cr- crank up the heat, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you know when your stove like you 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 <laughs> drip you're you're cooking fried chicken and the oil starts splatting everywhere uh-huh. and then your house catches on fire and it's like don't use water. That's a gre- that's a grease fire. Mm-hmm. Um that's like um, what he's talking about. Yeah. God, uh, I lo- I love my wife's gentle stove. I <laughs> <laughs> Exactly, you have to you have to keep the heat gentle, or else you're going to get a grease fire. I do. I uh, see. I'm glad that you picked up on that sort of through your own like personal genius because I had to go down to the comments and see what user Tempo Attack said a year ago. I think mm-hmm. the song is about sex, not a kitchen. Okay, well, <laughs> but the thing is, known for it. Uh-huh. the thing is, like the the page generally tells me that this is actually like inspired by a restaurant on Venice Beach that Jim Morrison likes. Okay, so it, he really is sometimes. It's a, like a double uh, trick. Sometimes your 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 baby's hot hot oven could just be that. It could be where she bakes I pies. Because like it, apparently, like he would like it. He would go out to this place all the time, and sometimes at one point he was like, "Yeah, the song is about this place called Olivia's in Venice Beach that I like to eat at." It's mm-hmm. this is where I genuinely connect with Jim the most because it's genuinely mm-hmm. like this. He's singing about the same feeling that I get during like my three a.m. Wawa run during an all nighter. Mm-hmm. There really is like something like beautiful and liminal about being in there and like shut up and dance with me is playing and you're the only one in there it's, that isn't working. A thing that I have to do like every, maybe once every like two weeks or something is I usually like have my coffee at home and I make that for my day. But say say sometimes like, oh, I'm low on gas, so I'll just go before work. And I go into the Wawa at like 6.44 a.m. And it's all wet for some reason. It's all wet, it's dark, and there's, like, two people in there, and they're both at, like, separate registers, and just me, and I'm like, sorry for being a customer. Yeah, one of us only tells the truth, one of us only tells lies. <laughs> yeah. We do not have any Sizzlies at the moment, sir. <laughs> and I look over, just says, here's the Sizzlies, and I'm like, all uh-huh. right. 
Do you want to go to the um, worst song, song of all time after? Okay. If, well, if, <laughs> I, be, before we go to the worst song of all time, I let me just say this sounds like what like this is like Austin Powers like scene transition music. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's like he's he's walking into like the the sex store in the Austin Powers movie. At any moment, you're expecting it to go, but but it never really hits that mm-hmm. that high. Yeah, like so. this is the part where like um, Vanessa Kensington is like holding up a gourd at the dinner table, and Austin Powers is naked behind her, and like that's yeah, where, exactly. Yeah. That would be hey, man. That's a um, scene. Next, we have the crystal ship. Can I make a crass and rude joke that I will not be canceled for? Listen, um, Jim Morrison will not hear your criticisms, but people okay. who are also shitty songwriters and have awful voices will. So Okay, because I was going to say hearing this song made me wish I was dead at 27. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, when you are 13 years old and you're hearing The Doors for the first time, this is the, one of the biggest shit. skips of all time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to be like, wow, this is so next level. No, it's... I'd like to have another kiss. No, it's 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 Beastie Boys rhymes. That's true. I think I think. See, here's the, what I was expe- I was expecting. Like again, I've never listened to a single Pink Floyd album all the way through, and we never will. But lyrically, from like the the perception of like what I know of Jim Morrison, I was expecting some like out there stuff, you know. Um, it's really but not, but he it does have that reputation. It, it has, and every song is just him being like, "Oh, we're gonna rock around <laughs> tonight, the clock rock tonight." <laughs> like that's every every song a has. A, bit I thought of it was Monica gonna, in my life. A little bit of Erica in my life. It's just like that, like over and over again. I was like, okay, um, thanks, man. Like, he rhymes pain, rain, insane, and again. <laughs> like, lies, die, fly, why? Filled thrills, timeline. Awesome, dude. He's, he's the guy, this is what people do, and they're like, rapping is easy, I can do it. You know? <laughs> I'd like to have a kiss in a major way. Also, not even th- before you slip into unconsciousness. I'd like to have another kiss? Bro, she's she's ODing right now with you, Jim Morrison of the Doors. Bro, she smelled a marker and it's 1966. She's dying. She that's it. She can't take it. <laughs> let uh. me let me play Double's Advocate for the album that mm-hmm. I picked and that I like. Mm-hmm. I kind of I kind of like it when Jim goes off a little bit. Yeah, I yeah. hate I hate when he's mumbly. But, like, by the end of the song, when he's like, the crystal ship, I'm like, okay. <laughs> when he's really in it. When he really I can starts, imagine, like, belting big air quotes, I'm, re- I'm, I'm into it. I can imagine, again, pure speculation, just me making shit up that can easily be disproven with video. But I'm imagining, you know, uh, they're performing this song live, and he just goes on a run that's way too long. At the end, he's like, the crystal and you just see all the other guys in the doors just kind of like looking at each other yeah. <laughs> just still like okay the organ all right Jim, like, take I'm, us home i'm running out of keys man <laughs> yeah I'm running out of notes okay take us home jim let me also because this is the first sort of like organ solo that we get but mm-hmm. not in the sex way the musical instrument um mm-hmm. how do you have any sort of takes on the the organ playing of one rayman Sarek in this uh, album i feel like as someone who is not you know 
exceptionally gifted in playing music. I feel like, especially on the songs where he's kind of going off for a while, he gets a little lost. Like, I feel like I can hear him not knowing where to go next. It doesn't... Now, I don't want to say that it sounds like the... It sounds like you're saying that it sounds like that one, like, Twitter video where it's, like, the worst trumpet solo of all time. <laughs> it's just one A note. little bit. It, there was one song that I think... It, I, I think it's in Light My Fire. Light My Fire just, goes on for 12 minutes. Yeah, I think that's the main one that jumps out at me. But, like, this one, it sounds right. like it sounds like it's, Mario 64 music for, like, 30 seconds. It's like... And it's a, it, it works for me. I like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up we have 20th Century Fox. Um, but it's not that. No, no that, it's not. Uh, this is another Austin Powers song. She's got the world. Lock She's on. a 20th Century Fox. Here's, that's how Jim sounds. Here's, that's how Jim sounds. My thing about this, I like, I, I like the song. This was something that I would like return to a lot when it was in my CD changer in 2009. Hmm. They just didn't have, like, Twitter or a place to just, like, put, like, a mildly clever everyday thought. Mm -hmm. Like, this, the idea of, like, okay, it's 20th Century Fox, that's, like, a movie place, but it's also the century we're in, and, like, that's what you call, like, a pretty woman. Mm -hmm. This would be, like, a shitty punchline in a Jay-Z song, even 20 years ago, but, like, the, (laughs) back then, if you had just, like, one shitty, like, banal thought, it could be Uh an entire song. Yeah, they just didn't have that many... Like this is the, like, I'm saying this song has like a tweet's it. worth of material in it. Uh-huh. But he drags and it out to four minutes. Out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and again, it's like, okay, she's a twenty twentieth century fox. What are we what are we gonna rhyme that with? Got the world locked up inside a plastic box. Mm-hmm. Like I, uh, I don't know, Jim. <laughs> Uh, maybe pl- plastic, even if it, it, like, made total sense, like, yes, this metaphor is complete. Like, plastic <laughs> is just a shitty word to use in your song. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, all right. It's you, a very not psychedelic word. It's not a very groovy 60s. If it was, like, inside a groovy box, that would be fun. You could even be like, you know, uh, got the world lo- locked up inside Pandora's box. Ooh. It's like, ooh. An, an air of mystery. What is she going to unleash sins upon the world but jim didn't know what the fuck that was because they didn't have jeopardy yet so mm-hmm. there was a the, was. Oh, i'm looking at the genius notes on the side there was a cover of the one cover that's listed as 20th century fox by pandora's mm-hmm. box so okay so they probably say it's us pandora's box yeah in this in that song they've got the world locked up inside us we're inside pandora's box my box mm. it's my box the mother Thank box you. from Zack snyder movie i listen i really do not want to watch a four-hour Zack Snyder movie about superheroes I don't care about, but I've seen a lot of people posting the words mother box, and that's really funny. Yeah, I, I think so. that's that they had that's sort of the tesseract of the DC world, which is which okay. Jim Morrison would be like, mm-hmm. Have you has anybody in this room ever read Oedipus? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's yes, so I, sad I, I that be- Jim Morrison never got to see Avengers Infinity War, dude. Yeah, he would have loved it. He was he would. <laughs> He would have seen Avengers Infinity War and fucking died then. Like, yeah. he wouldn't have been able to handle it. <laughs> he would have joined the 89 Club. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, I watched Doctor um, Strange last night. It was pretty fucking trippy. I, I gotta tell you. Like, legitimately or in the Jim Morrison way? I genuinely, I enjoyed the movie a lot, and I didn't expect to. It was really okay. good. Okay. Is that, is that the best, uh, 
best one of them? I like what's your what's your if you could give me like a top three right now. My top three right now are Doctor Strange, Avengers mm-hmm. One, and uh, I have to I have to rewatch Thor Ragnarok, but probably that. I remember Black Panther being pretty good. Black Panther is also pretty good. Like the Infinity War and Endgame were like fine, but um, a lot of them are bad. I found out. I've watched ten of them in the last week. I, a lot of them the are thing bad. Is, I, I there are definitely more that I of them. I mean, especially if you go back to like fucking nineteen ninety two when this like era started or whatever i've probably seen like five of them mm-hmm. and it was just like i was at our friend chris's house one night and he's like hey you want to go see uh captain america the winter soldier and i'm like yeah sure why not <laughs> you know like what else I, so you know do? who bunko is i i know i know who bungus is yeah bunky burns he's there yeah cannot um, cannot recommend watching every movie in the mcu less it might feel like to you the listener that we're stalling for time because uh, we, well, we feel something on the horizon. Next song is Alabama Song, parentheses Whiskey Bar. <clears throat> um, and in, in our, you know, uh, uh, frequent attempts to get, you know, this, this show working, uh, I describe, I believe I described this song to Brooks as what if a, like, troop of clowns performed... <laughs> Uh, like a big pizza pie that's a moray. <laughs> you that's don't you don't like what... the sousaphone on this very much. It sounds. Like. I I don't like the sousaphone. You don't like sousaphone. the jaunty. I, I I don't like the hurdy gurdy that's being played in the background. I don't like the the washboard. I don't like the the the, the elephants making their their noises. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a bit much, Jim. What if I told you that according to the genius notes for the song, the song was mastered by a man named Doug Sachs? It better be. Like, that's the only way the song could exist. And engineered by Bruce Botnick. Pretty good. Okay. It's just like... And Genius is telling me, this is a cover of a German poem written by Bertolt Brecht and published in 1927. Okay. Bro, I've had to read Bertolt Brecht for school. Like, he's not a... He's like a he's like a he's like a fucking Augusto Boal guy. Like he's not like uh-huh. a, a famous songwriter. It's yeah. like yeah, I'm gonna cover this uh, fucking uh, Foucault song. Yeah, my favorite. My yeah, my favorite. What's my um, favorite Foucault song? Hmm. I'll, I'll have to look through through, through it's the probably Marina and, Power and, and Control. And put it and put it on my first debut album. And also like, it's the one with like the hey this song's called the end and it's 12 minutes and you can you can smoke that rubber if you want when you listen to it. Also show me the way to the next little girl. Apparent, apparently this was like apparently the like the original song was like some had, had said like pretty boy or something like that. So I think Jim Morrison is, is also doing like classic sort of no homo with his yeah, cover of So it. not only did did he have to do a no homo, he did a no homo and made it even like more perverted. In a like roundabout way. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't like the phrasing very much, Jim, on this one. Because I was gonna be like, oh, maybe it's like a fucking Elvis thing. Like, oh, hey, little girl, oh, come on, hop right. in my big fat Chevy and go to the Maltons or whatever. Famous um, Elvis quote. Uh-huh. Uh, but no, he just made it more perfect mm-hmm. that way. So, um, not good, Jim. Also, the song's about Breaking Edge, so like, yeah, you know, that's that's already kind of a strike against it. It's uh, I yeah I don't know if I don't know if I would cover Camptown Races on my first album. Exactly. Yeah. Uh huh. And there the 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 Morrison delegation is really sweating trying to make this one make sense on the genius. We have a comment from the Lizard King zero nine zero. 
um, mm. famous uh, Jim Morrison uh, nickname. Mm. Apparently, the doors were once thrown out um, and fired from the bar they performed at after uh, they played a version of the end, and they, and he said, um, "I want to fuck you," which is the um, which is sort of a, an uncensored version of what the original mm-hmm. song was. So yeah. the the song's opening verse, "Show me the way to the next whiskey bar," could be a jab at this at the bar for firing them. Mm-hmm. Because that's um, a bar, and he's singing about a bar, so it's not or, just or it's not they, just a song about going to a bar. Or, or they could have just said, "Thanks for the show, see ya." Right? <laughs> Are we coming back tomorrow? Bugs Bunny voice, no. Yeah, Jim Morrison would have hated Warp Tour. He would have written a whole uh, album about it. Cody Ruth four years ago commented, "Nice." Am three years ago commented, "Nice." Zed Genius three years ago commented, "Nice." Gin ten thousand commented, "Skate 4. <laughs> Am I a boomer? Like, I feel like a boomer just being like, but this, there's not 69 in this, and that's the time that you do this. I know. Is it just, so it's just well, it nice because it it's weed? It is from four years ago, so I don't know. I guess. That's fine. Anyway, want to go to Light My Fire? Yeah. Uh, this song is Light My Fire by The Doors. Song number 35 on Rolling Stone's list of the greatest songs of all time. 500 of them. Of, of all time? Of all 35? time. 35? Live by Fire? Like, that that's the thing. That's where you need to see, like, here are the people who wrote this article, because they're all 200 years old. Mm-hmm. Like, I can imagine if you were, like, 33... When this came out, it would be the sickest shit you ever heard in your life oh, because yeah. you didn't even know what you like. You didn't know what Black Sabbath was yet. Yeah, of course, probably. You know, mm-hmm. you couldn't imagine um, pigs it, going to war. Exactly, and being like, "Oh, wait till the politicians get a listen to this." Also, like, I um, th- this feels like a Jerry Seinfeld hack bit, but like, and I feel like we've yeah. talked about it before, but like, the top two songs on that list are Bob Dylan, "Like a Rolling Stone," and the second one is "The Rolling Stones." I can't get no satisfaction, and it's the Rolling Stone list. Yeah, weird why they would think that. And then they said the third greatest song of all time is John Legend Imagine. <laughs> Performed by who? Like, by... This song just like, this entire list uh, was part of the Capitol riot on January 6th. Yeah. <laughs> it's John Legend Imagine, Marvin Gaye What's Going On, Aretha Franklin, Aretha Franklin Respect, The Beach Boys Good Vibrations, Chuck Berry Johnny Be Good, The Beatles Hey Jude, Nirvana Smells Like Teen Spirit, and Ray Charles What Did I Say? Like, I got those, you could have told me this is the top ten list of songs that as soon as you hear the first two notes, you hit skip. <laughs> uh, like, not be, not because, like, they're even all bad. It's just like, yes, I know yeah. what fucking Johnny B. Good sounds like at this point in my life, you know? Yeah, like, you hear, and you say, oh, God, no thanks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I, I, if I ever go back to like listen to streetlight manifesto or something i'm skipping point counterpoint because i heard it so much and that's one of the greatest 100 songs of all time so (laughs) Uh, anyway my first note for the song really asked the doors to change his lyrics he did indeed as hire was deemed a cannabis smoking reference yeah i'm not a cop it's a it's a it's a it's a famous anecdote that real doors heads um it's a classic sort of Jim or uh, Ed Ed Sullivan came up to him and he said after he wouldn't change the lyric he said you'll never you'll never work you know you'll never perform on the Ed Sullivan show ever again and he's like mm-hmm. he like adjusts his sunglasses and he says I just did perform the Ed Sullivan show yeah oh! come on baby light my fire 
it's like it's really funny to me that so in even regardless of us you know dunking on on the doors because we have you know this huge platform that is very influential yeah yeah yeah. like ultimately in history the doors are like well respected as like a you know very important yeah like band and, and all and cultural you know presence and stuff like this it's just so funny that like in the 60s it was like they said hi on tv this is got has america finally reached its end it's really like y'all were in fucking vietnam what are you doing yeah and and now it's like oh cardi b was on the lil the nas x had the biblical satan in his new music video lil, i'm so mad lil, Na- lil nas x sucks satan's dick in his youtube video and earth and as america as we know it is over hi kim did i just hear satan's dick did you see the new lil nas x video he uh-huh. has long red hair yeah and he and he gets dirty on, no, on Satan. I didn't see that. You should watch it. It's it's good. Is it mm-hmm. called Satan's Dick? It's called uh, Montero. Okay. So watch that when so you get close, a chance. Right? Watch that at school when you get a chance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Anyway, my, my point was it was like that was the, the big scandal at the time. Someone said the word hi. Right. This is life. my sort of like ocarina of time Can of I Doors songs. Fantasy? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Where it's like, I, I, I appreciate what it did for the medium. You know, like, this is, like, one of their big hits. It got them got them to the big stage. Not very enjoyable, though. Um, the solo kind of sounds like America Online, yeah. like, when you're trying to log in. Yeah. I, I must have only heard the radio edit of this song before. Uh, because, you know. Yeah, apparently it was, like, a sticking point with the band where they were like, no, they need to play the full thing. And the radio stations were uh, like, we're not? No. <laughs> and, you know, I'm not one to be against a... a 10 minute or so song right but you, 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 gotta, you like when it's a electric dylan mode you know maybe yeah, some double you gotta, bass you you gotta have some blast beats in there and you gotta be making all your fans fucking pissed off yeah you know it can't it can't yeah but. you're not you're not running through any sort of uh brick walls listening to the light my fire solo yeah if if your song is like seven to eight minutes long and there's not a section where in the liner notes it's called like movement four <laughs> the orpheum like uh-huh, i don't care yeah. you know like they, they, you are nothing to me um so maybe if they just broke it up into sp- in specific sections like yeah, one one true. it's called like it's called like act two much higher i'd be like wow i appreciate the song more now <laughs> for sure mm-hmm. anyway it's on my fire yeah um do you want to check in with let's our... check with the patreon yeah patreon.com slash post where if you like you can donate to us at one dollar a month, you uh, get all of our bonus content, including words and deeds. That is on, on the docket. Uh, we are currently like a week behind. We are getting to it. We promise we'll be good. Mm-hmm. You also get Hall Brawl that I do with Kim, where we're going to watch and rank all the Jake and or Maggie Gyllenhaal movies. And this coming week, we will be watching The Darkness Night, starring uh, Heath Ledger's Joker and seeing how good Rachel is in that one. So... Uh, please look forward to it. It's Five dollars a month, you get all that. Plus, you can. Uh, oh, you're breaking up. I just, I just, it's okay. Okay, you're back. I really felt like Heath Ledger's Joker was just going to be sort of the king forever, but it really seems like, it really seems like Joaquin sort of impeded on that space a little bit. Looking forward to your thoughts. It's it's just like I feel like Heath um kind of started the thing where like anyone who does the joker is like you become him and you have to be twisted and you have to be careful or else it will make you be evil but then i feel like it 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 shifted after that and it just became whoever was most recently the joker like 
is the Joker now. Right. You know? So it's like the as, as soon as someone else, as soon as, as soon as, you know, um, Mr. Bean becomes the Joker, like he's going to be the <laughs> be gr- really, greatest Joker. Give Mr. Time. Bean the Venom symbiote. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he could really use it. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. I, I got lost in. I'm thinking about in, Johnny in Venom. Emails. You were saying for $5 a month, certain things. $5 a month, you can request an album for us to listen to that we're going to reveal at the end of this episode, or you can just look in the description for spoilers, you know, if you're if you're into that. Yeah. $10 a month, you get all of our, uh, all that, plus especially you just set us in Discord, and we'll make a, a wrestler for you in P. Got Fire Pro Wrestling, which hopefully, if all things, you know, align, we should be having our next episode the week of March 19th, question mark? Ooh. If everything is, uh, if we're all caught up by then. So, mm. patreon.com slash Thrones. Thank you. Um, let's see. Okay, don't laugh. Don't make any crude jokes or re-gestures. Okay? Yeah, I'm with you. The next song we have is called Backdoor Man. Everybody thinks this Thank one's you. about, like, a certain kind of sex act. And I've, I've... I've always held that it's like no, it's about. The, I mean, it's about the the sex act of like sneaking in and like having sex with a, with a man's wife behind his back. Mm-hmm. Man door, back door, car man door, man. back door. But a lot of people in the genius, especially, are like, no, this is about a, a very, a very, um, a very specific kind of sex act specifically, and it has nothing to do with door. Hmm. Um. I. I. We really need to get these for one of those compilations. Like, wow, lyrics. Then intro. Why, yeah, come on, yeah, yeah, come on, yeah, yeah, come on. Oh, yeah, ma. Yeah, I'm a backdoor man. I'm a backdoor man. I'm a back, man. I'm a back, listen, everything you need to know about me, I just told you. What more, what else do I need to say? There has been a, a metaphor that has been torturing me for the past three and a half months that we had to listen to this album. Sure. You men eat your dinner. Mm-hmm. You eat your, you eat your pork eat and beans. Eat your pork and beans. I eat more chicken than any man ever seen. What does this mean? Like, I have no fucking idea. (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's, I don't understand. Well, it's a, this is a, this is another cover of like a Howlin' Wolf song from the, the before, the before time. And apparently there was a bunch of lyrics that he cut where it's like the backdoor man is like talking to the police. Mm-hmm. But none of that storytelling is there because he says he just says, "Hey everybody, I, I'm, I'm the backdoor man from mm-hmm. from Freddy Got Fingered. I'm backdoor man. I'm the backdoor man." And like, like, there's no way to to like argue what it could mean. There isn't enough textual evidence to, to support there's pork I'm like, and beans I'm, or chicken. I'm like the you the you zoom into my brain and you see like mm-hmm. like. Uh, there's gum between the gears in my brain. Like, I can't. There's no, there's nothing that that could mean. <laughs> Is it the inner machinations of my mind are an enigma, and you zoom in and it's just the Wawa Buffalo Chicky Strip Hoagie? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yes, of course. I understand now. Yeah. So, it's a, he okay, eats chicken. Yeah. I guess he just eats some chicken. He's um, trying to make it then, with his know. midnight creep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the men don't know. But once again, we have it. It's a trend at this point. The little girls understand. It's a pattern, one might say. I'm starting to see some issues in, uh, you know. Um, John. 
uh, two years ago, commented on uh, Genius. All my live, I thought this was about anal sex. Thanks. Hmm. Uh, Jessica Brand Coleman, sorry to dox you on air, says, My favorite song since I was 14 in 2004. Don't like that. One year ago, K. Hamed, 12 down votes, says, I think it maybe it's about pedophilia. <laughs> the Dorks fans are not having that one. Yeah. Um, so, cool. <laughs> Willie Dixon released a song in 1969. Thank you, Mr. Organite. Thank you. Thank you for everything you do. We appreciate it. <laughs> that's that's my like talking head segment on vh1s i love the 60s yeah it's like eight people <laughs> trying to explain what the song's about and i was like it's actually a howlin wolf joint and it's the only time you see me in the episode mm-hmm. <laughs> oh god or you would be the, you'd be the guy that is like howlin wolf is the greatest music musician who ever lived and that's yeah. all they have from you in the episode it would just be chris jericho when he had like the ellen DeGeneres <laughs> yeah. haircut and he would be like <laughs> the first time I heard Hey Jude, I, it's like no other song ever felt like music to me, man. And then I'm like, yeah, Jim Morrison was 27. A, a, that's why I went on to make Fozzie. That's why that inspired me to make the song Judas. <laughs> anyway. I looked at you. I like this song. I Again, it's a song where it's like, if there's a movie set in 19... 19- summer of 69 you know funny year and it's like the intro like where where we're first meeting the characters and they're driving down the highway in a cool convertible sure like this is what's playing you know it's a it's a simple classic style love song it's Mm -hmm. when you're 15 years old and you hear this song for the first time and you're like your high school crush is entirely predicated on you look at a girl in chemistry class and she's pretty and she looks back at you Mm -hmm. this song is simply it's 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 singing your heart back to you there's a reason he is the voice of a generation. You and, know? like, b- people just... are... Sw- the, the the Morrison delegation, they are sweating. The estate is logging onto Genius, and they're trying to make this song about drugs. Uh-huh, yeah. It's like, he's describing the speed of life and how psychedelics and trips took him forward to a place where he can't turn back. And it's like, no, he's talking about... He says, we can't turn back, babe. <laughs> like, no, when he says, I, I looked you. at you, you, you looked at me, he's talking about when he made eye contact with the booth from across the room. <laughs> uh. Every every joint in the 1960s was the one that Justin Bieber rolled in the club, like, <laughs> and that's what he fell in love with. Uh-huh. God, it's it's the same thing as like showing a medieval peasant like having them taste a, a, a nacho cheese Dorito. Yeah, but but showing uh, John Morrison the like uh, <laughs> dispensary grade dose of Death Star that I got once. Like, did I ever? I got into the Doors because my favorite wrestler was John Morrison. That's so good. And I was, was, for those of you who don't know, there's this old wrestler who, like, has, like, a strong jaw and long black hair. Um, Johnny Mundo! Yeah, his name was, like, Johnny Nitro, and he became Johnny Mundo later, but I guess some old guy, probably Vince, was like, you look like, you look like Jim Morrison from The Doors, so they called him John Morrison for his entire career. Mm -hmm. Um, And he came out to a Jimmy, like, a Jimi Hendrix ripoff, which is very weird. Mm -hmm. Um, And one time, I was looking up my Doors tweets to see, like, which was the cringiest one that I could post. And I found a tweet of me uh, responding to, like, a fake John Morrison Twitter account and being like, hey, man, I saw that your finisher is called Moonlight Drive. I listened to that song. It's really good. Thanks for turning me on to the band. That's and, so um, good. It was not. It was not the real Johnny Mundo. It wasn't. It was not John Morrison real verified. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unfortunately. I, t- I, t- I, t- I talked to real Johnny and uh, mm. 
when I went to yeah. my first wrestling show in 2008, I saw him like enter the ladder match and his mm-hmm. like his uh his Tron. It, like I I remember so clearly because I just gotten into the doors. It was like misspelled as Jim Morrison. It, it was like, like written in a weird way to make it look like it said Jim. It was literally like it was literally they definitely just like they had some tech guy who didn't watch wrestling and didn't know the characters. And he mm-hmm. saw like, OK, there's a guy named John Morrison. Well, clearly that's Jim. And there's just a wrestler who's going around this John Morrison alive version. And um, oh I think it's just some guy who was who made who made a famous mistake, but still Very still tickles good. me. Thank you so much. That it's just like getting a job at the wrestling show that you've never seen, and like some guy is called mm-hmm. like um, Jimmy Henson, and you're like, that's that's Jimmy Hendrix. Let me just fix that for you. <laughs> Can we talk about another boring song? Yeah, end of the night. This one sounds like he's doing an impression of himself. This is I, I this is actually uh, my version that I recorded. He is yawning the whole time. Yeah. Um but it's the end of the night. It's like sleepy time. But at the same time, like he does get me back when he starts kinda of, like when he's like realms of bliss. I'm kinda of like, okay, alright. But then mm-hmm. he goes back and he's like He goes back to sleep again. End of the night. <laughs> Okay, I'm I'm learning some um you know, some some information here. Some true more. Uh facts. these three three lines, whatever they are, uh are from William Blake's poem, Auguries of Innocence. So um I guess I I have to appreciate it now. Um Yeah, I guess you have to you I have don't. to teach this in school. I'm not gonna teach like everyone gets on William Blake's ass for the tiger poem. The tiger po- poem whips ass. Like, it's cool. Mm-hmm. He said, this tiger is going to fucking kill you. Um, and he tried to say symmetry. So, so again, up, up, uh, you know, Jim's alley, he does the same thing. That's, the, uh, this is where we really started to hit me where like, I don't want to be too pretentious about it. I would never be pretentious on this podcast, but like this song especially really just feels like it's a guy in his twenties smoking weed and like thinking that he invented rhyming. Yeah. So much of his writing is just like, it's, it's, he'll put like a, a yin and yang thing together and like, it's like the deepest, it's like he's, he'll say night, but then he'll say delight. He'll say good, mm. but then he'll say misunderstood. Yeah. You know, it's like they, and it's, it's just not really that d- deep. And like, I'm not even a mm-hmm. person who like, I'm no longer like 15. Like, I don't need my music to all be like, uh, yeah, super exactly. Deep. But you can, you can just tell from listening to it that he thought it was. Yeah. It's just like they didn't like, it's not their fault because they didn't have like Undertale back then to yeah. like know what actual death is. Yeah. So, some are born to sweet delight. Some are born to endless night. I sleep. Super Nintendo Sega Genesis. When I was dead broke, man, I couldn't picture this. Real shit? See, that would be impressive. It was 1966 and he, he exactly. the so- and he started talking about Sega Genesis Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, God. Anyway. Do you want to take it as it comes? Take it as it comes. I feel like this is just part two of of End of the Night. Yeah, but like this, it just speeds up a little bit. Yeah, because this, this song fucks. I like this song. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, this is me, the most the most detested wrestler of all time coming out to this theme, and it's me. Can I don't know why I thought of this. I I have no connection to this. I have no thread to link these two together. But you know the the when he at the start was like time to live time to lie, 
the first thing I thought, I and again, I have no way to connect these two sure. thoughts. Is and it was just maybe me making my prediction for for the rest of the song. <laughs> I thought this is gonna be a shittier version of Day and Night by Kid Cudi. <laughs> <laughs> like I thought it was gonna be, you know, like the lonely uh, stoner frees his mind at night type thing. Sure, sure. Maybe sure. that's it. But instead, uh, it wasn't. No, the chorus just says, take it easy, baby. Take it as it comes. Don't move too fast. You want your love to last, which the genius want, uh, contributor does want you to know. A clever play on words by Mr. Morrison. A sexual it's innuendo. Not, it's it's not, bro. That's like the first one. Hi, I'm Jim well, Morrison. If he, this, if, this is my song, Try Not to Come, because then sex will be over. And this is it's, this it's, it's, is, it's, a, it's a clever innuendo where he's actually talking about sex. Jim Jim Morrison and the Doors 1971 track Of course I come fast I got fish to catch is a clever <laughs> drug analogy Fish could be a reference to the women who come to his shows He's so obsessed with drugs that he's he's trying to catch and release the fish parentheses women Release is kind can, of a triple entendre if you think about so it So he can so he can get back to smoking more crack cocaine Because semen styled sperm is also a sort of fish Thank mm, you where it swims 82 to the, to the egg yeah, yeah. Uh, next comment. He said that this song was about um, wanting to go fishing with his friends. 54 downvotes. Yeah. <laughs> Morrison would always talk about going fishing with his dad and how he enjoyed it. No. Yeah. User has been banned for this yeah. post. <laughs> uh, Specialize in having fun is a very funny lyric. <laughs> Bro, I love my wife. She specializes in having fun. Yeah, my wife's my what's <laughs> my wife's special technique is a uh, you know, you know, is 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 fire manipulation. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. If you specialize in something, you have to have a, a magic power or be like a mechanic. Right. Like, that's you can't specialize in having fun or love. That's like, how Yama's quirk word, in uh, My Hero Academia is having fun. It's special <laughs> quirk having fun. Yeah. Mate, I'm generally just here for a laugh. <laughs> Do we want to go to the end? Let's get it. Yeah, let's get to it. Let's just dig in for it. Uh, the end served as a finale for many of the door's most notable concerts. Hey, bro, do you want to go beat traffic? Yeah. Hey, uh, bro, the end is starting. <laughs> let's head out. All right, the end is starting. What they already played? Light my fire. Like, what are they going to have for the encore? Let's just let's just like catch the train. You know. The Get the last train this, out of here. And again, I enjoyed this album generally. I like a couple of their... I like... I, we almost did Morrison Hotel. Mm-hmm. I like that album a lot, too. But, like, mm-hmm. the vibes at these concerts must it, have been... It, it's awful. noxious. Because, like... Like... Even... Uh, like, this is how people are on this website are understanding the end. Let me quote. Mm-hmm. It started out as a simple goodbye song, probably just to a girl... But I see how it could be a goodbye to a kind of childhood. I really don't know. I think it's sufficiently complex and universal in its imagery, and it could be almost anything if you want it to be. He says, I'm going to fuck my dad and kill him. Yeah, they they just <laughs> didn't have the Joker back then. So, like, they, all they, they had didn't is Jim have Morrison being like, it's happy to be sad. And it's like, damn, that's the coolest shit I've ever heard. Yeah. I'm still stuck on, like, the at the vibes coming from whatever concert like venue and i see the jojo text the menacing right like just awful awful vibe because there was there's the famous concert where like he like he allegedly got his dick out on stage mm-hmm. chili chili pepper style yeah and like mm-hmm. and like and people are like yeah the vibes at that concert were really fucked and it's like i 
bet they were pretty similar to all of the concerts. <laughs> I bet it was really. Yeah. I don't think all of the vibes were good. Yeah. I don't think it. I don't I think feel, it was. It was good Woodstock style. I feel like I no one ever vibes. left a Doors concert and was like, "That was fun." Yeah, I feel. I like, feel like I just had a, a delightful salad. I feel great. I feel. I feel so energized. I can do anything right now. They just like this. This. They just needed to have a fucked up guy with a cool attitude in their culture. They didn't have the Joker yet, yeah. so it's like, they, yeah, they. they Whoa, didn't this have guy, the... Red Oedipus Rex. Man, I listen. We got a lot of shit going on. Viet. We're we're over in Vietnam. You know, there's all there's all this this social unrest and, and civil civil rights activism. What we really need is a clown prince of crime. Mm-hmm. Right, right about now. <laughs> Please, Jim, you're uh-huh. our only hope. Damn, they, that was their gym. They didn't even have liar liar gym. That's sad. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Greatest generation, huh? All right. So, speaking of the epic Oedipus analogy. Do you know the mm-hmm. part in um, I Think You Should Leave where it's like the the bad joke teller at the office who's talking about Santa coming early? Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, she she has this line read in it that like always cracks me up where she's like, <laughs> I'm not stupid. I'm smarter than you. And it's yeah. just like, <laughs> yeah. that's the way that Jim Morrison says, father, yes, son. Yes, I son, want to kill I you. want to kill you. He says it so <laughs> weird for no reason. He was, he, he was caught in between like wanting to do a voice and character and not knowing what he was going to do yet so he just went full like full blessed into it right <laughs> hey jim you want to do another take on that one no man <laughs> no man we're here in india with the beatles I, I, I can't believe i'm in india with the beatles man i'm jim morrison i'm 26 just, years old i just feel like one day when i make you listen to yellow submarine you're gonna look back and you're gonna miss the doors like you're gonna- is it really? I, I don't feel like this is like as low as it gets for like sixties psychedelic. Like, see, damn. see, I, it's. I feel like it's two different. Um, like, I from again, this is just fully from just like cultural osmosis shit. It's like Yellow Submarine is like, all right, boys, you're doing a bit much with all this. Mm-hmm. You're trying to to make it too psychedelic, right? Right. But with with this, it's like. You're not making it that psychedelic, but you're like, this is the genius tome that I have unleashed upon the world. Yeah. Like, you can feel it listening to the song. Yeah, it like, is. Like, I am, I am the voice of a generation, and I'm saying, I'm going to kill you. Yeah, like, he wasn't even, like, fa- it, this isn't even, like, their last album where it's like, I'm on top of the world. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is, like, my day, like, this could have been in the bargain bin for all he knew. Mm-hmm. But man, maybe that's he smoked weed and he saw the future. Damn. Holy shit. This is the end. And it's this, it's a metaphor because it's the last song on, on the on the. Do album. you like the, the last part of the song where... Um, when he just goes like, ah, fuck! Ooh, he just, he just hits like the Jim the Morrison album. fucking soundboard. Yeah. Woo, woo, woo. Jim, woo, <laughs> woo. Light my... F- light my yeah, woo, woo. Let's go. Come on, baby. <laughs> dee, 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 dee. Kill, 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 kill. <laughs> kill, kill, kill. <laughs> kill, kill, kill. Yeah. Um, yeah, cool, man. That was dope. That's how he died. Is somebody just came up to him after the show <laughs> and was just like, that was all right. Thanks, man. Gotta go. Ah! <laughs> Like, somebody didn't say you're a goody good boy who's, like, the first person to hallucinate on drugs before. Okay, this is really funny. Not wanting any controversy or lack of radio airplay, in the official release of The End, engineer Bruce Botnick, who would later let them cross what he called the fuck barrier... (laughs) 
<laughs> I kind of feel like Jim Morrison uh, should have a fuck barrier at all times. Yeah, just a visible fuck barrier constantly projected around him. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's the doors. That's the doors. Um, um, I liked it more than Eddie. You heard it here first. <laughs> I, I did. I did like. Listen, Mr. Morrison is just a very easy target to make fun of. I did right, like that's a, why I thought it would be fun. A few, a few, a few tracks do go, but do you know what? Um, and it's unfortunately, it is like the songs that people already know, so like it doesn't even have yeah. to like. Damn, Break on Through is kind of good. Yeah, I was like, oh, I wasn't ex- like Backdoor Man, kind of what I was expecting to be honest. Yeah, so, so. <laughs> the like I found out when I was doing my doors research for this, like mm. six months after John uh, after Jim Morrison died. The mm-hmm. other bandmates got together and said, we're going to continue to do The Doors. And they released an album called Other Voices where they sing on it. Oh, no. And it's like, bro, if I die and like six months later, you put out a new podcast. It's like, hey, it's post Game of Thrones new version <laughs> with, it's, like, it's, with just like Eddie and somebody else. It's going to be this Eddie and Steven. Like, who the yeah, fuck is Steven? Steven from his universe. It's yeah, just like, it's, he's here. It's like... Jim was the... It's not even, like, a Queen thing where it's like, okay, like, we have, like, somebody who can do, like, a really good Freddy impression. We have all this demand for it. Like, let's let's do mm-hmm. it. It's like, we need... To, we, people One love One of our Ray albums Manzarek. is called... Hey, we're the, we're the Doors uh, Part 2 New Voices, and we're gonna play some of our hits off the album Morrison Hotel. Yeah. Like, do you like it? <laughs> we brought wrestler John Morrison to sing for yeah. us on this album. And it, bro, it all sounds like like a Mazda commercials. Like it does not sound good at all. Uh, fantastic! Can't wait to listen to it in two months. Yeah, it'll be great. Um, See you then. What do we do first? Questions or Slap City? Slap City. Slap City. Did okay. you did you pick um, a Doors song for Slap City? <laughs> no, I did not pick a Doors song oh, okay. for Slap City. Um, so as as mentioned um, to Brooks before the podcast, I have been playing Persona Four, um, the Royal Edition. Persona Five. Persona 5, yes. So 4 is golden, 5 is rare. I, I, I typed Persona into Spotify and, and 4 playlists came up, so I yeah, said that yeah, yeah, yeah. with my words in my brain. Uh, I've been playing Persona 5 The Royal because I'm a big fan of the Queen and her family. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's about time we, we put some video game music on the list. Yeah? Um, Where because are we that's what I've been listening to. Uh, I'm kind of torn. I don't know because, you know, listen, I have, there's a few few that I love, like, you know, Big fan of Layer Cake. I know you. I know that about you. Yeah. Um, big fan of uh, the test song. But I think, like, I there are two video James moments from Persona that I remember very fondly in my life. And one is just just so I don't spoil it for anyone who who hasn't played it. There's a song that constantly plays through the game, and then there's at one point where you realize the song has lyrics in it. Mm-hmm. Um, that moment, and then the sec, the first time that this uh song ever played, um, and that's "Life Will Change." Yeah, it's so fucking good. <laughs> it's really, really good. Uh, Lynn went off on that one. Yeah, thank you for yeah. Moana and Hamilton, sir. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> and if you want Consider more uh, Persona Five takes, um, you can check out my guest mm-hmm. episode on Slappers Only. Um, mm. over on a noise some, some good, good, good choices on that one. Yeah. What do you got? Um, I'm I'm gonna go with a Doors song um, from mm-hmm. from the other album of theirs that I like, Morrison Hotel. Um, mm-hmm. If you've ever heard, if you've ever watched the movie The Water Boy, 
you might remember the uh, song that's playing at the very beginning when they're like they're you know drone footage through the bayou. It's been quite some time since I've seen Adam Sandler's The Wall, and it's uh, it's Peace Frog by the Doors. Peace um, Frog, my favorite My Hero Academia. Yeah, it's how you OPD. feel when you see Dapio. Yeah, it's a. It's <laughs> that's the one what I say. Like, after, that's that's what I say. Um, after a day of hanging out with Froppy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Peace Frog. Um, it's the one where it's like, there's blood in the streets, it's up to my ankles. And that's... Okay, yep. Got it. Martian Hotel. That's where he lives. That's where he lives. That's where he's buried. Very sad. Slap City. Okay. Uh, let's head into questions. I'm going to have to scroll back to get through all of our, and, and our various... And we, um... we got a lot of questions this week because people are very passionate about the doors and they like that I picked it, so... Uh, at you love to hear it on Twitter. We usually post the day before we record, but you know. Uh, first one from friend of the show on the spot Daichi Spin Antigone Progeny on Twitter. Did you ever see The Doors 1991 film? It was about The Doors. It was pretty good. What do you think is the best movie about a musician or band, real or fake? Do I really need to answer this question? So I don't think you saw Oliver Stone's The Doors, huh? I didn't see Oliver Stone's The Doors, but I did see Walk Hard. You did see Walk Story. Hard. I will tell you music movie of all time. Of course. Have you seen Popstar Lonely Island? I have not. I know that one's also. It's got got some good bits in it. Um, Mm -hmm. I tried to put on the Doors 1991 film a couple weeks ago. And then Mm -hmm. um, like three minutes into the movie, I just said, fuck this and put on Iron Man instead. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) If I'm going to watch a movie about an asshole, I might as well get like Letterboxd content out of it. Yeah. Uh, A friend of the show, Elizabeth from online at Leaf Crunch on Twitter says, Will right voice, me beautiful doors. Me beautiful doors. Me beautiful doors. <laughs> Imagine creating the doors on your island and then your game crashes and you go to a different planet and the doors are there. <laughs> <laughs> um, from best-selling co-author of Heartspell, yeah, friend of the show, Yanis, on Twitter. Which one of the doors has the worst vibes? Jim! Jim, easily. Like, even if someone in the doors was, like, more of an asshole than him, I feel like his vibes, like, you can, like, taste them. Yeah. Like, from looking at a picture of him. If it was, if it was revealed that, like, Donald Trump was, like, on the guitar, Mm -hmm. it would still, it's like how Hulk Hogan used to lie about how he was the original guitar player in Metallica. (laughs) Yeah. Like it's still it's still Jim, unfortunately, <laughs> because he it's it was such a concentrated period of just noxious vibes. He was like one of the early like like I'm gonna the fuck up my hotel room like rock and roll celebrities like mm-hmm. that part of it. Yeah, like he was one of the original bad vibes musicians. Uh, from uh, Ziva Beatrice, friend of the show at Love Small Song on Twitter. So, what do you think he wants to do to his mom? <laughs> I want to. Uh, ah, I want like a 20th century mom. <laughs> he, just, he just turns into Fred Fredberger instead of answering the question. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, from. Gotta click on this one. <laughs> Top 10 rapper of all time, Slump Shrimpy, at Cat Girls Rise Up on Twitter. <laughs> My vivid Tony Hawk Doors memory is that I had the GBA version of Tony Hawk's Underground 2 as a kid and have a 30-second indescribably compressed loop of Break On Through eternally singed into my brain. Thank you, Jim. Thank you, Tony. I, I, so I saw this. It sounds so bad. 
Like you can uh-huh. you can find the original like GBA like compressed version of it on YouTube, and mm-hmm. I highly recommend it. Thank you, top ten rapper of all time, Slum Shimpy, for sending that in and, and letting <laughs> me know about it. Because it's really it's just like thirty seconds of just like the most like far away paper crumpling that sounds like the mm-hmm. the opening riff, uh-huh. and then it's just like we're gonna do it all, it's and it's 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 like an announcer in an old baseball like home run. But yeah, it's, 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 it's sung by like the teacher in Charlie Brown. Yeah. <laughs> uh, finally, from it's pronounced Jenny at Bokuto posting. God, I wish I was Bokuto posting right now. Pirate Jenny on Twitter. Even as a defender of 60s bullshit, I think the door sucks. <laughs> Dropping this tweet as a as a way station to remember that scene in School of Rock where the kids play touch me. Best thing to come out of the door's continued sphere of influence. School of Rock is School, really I, good. I was about to say, I think School of Rock is good. It's I I dipped into it like a year or so ago. Um, it's I it, feel it, like it, this is the one exception to you can't play a song that has because I feel like they they play a song called School of Rock and School of Rock. Yeah, probably. Um, but it's, it's they're children and Jack Black is there. I and it's um, oh my god. And you, I'm pretty sure the the scene when he's telling like listen. Hey, you, uh, guitar player, like, listen to this. Ride the lightning, Metallica. I, I'm pretty sure I remember him giving the keyboard kid a Yes album. So, mm-hmm. good on him for that. He also makes him do Come On, Come On, Come On, Come On, Touch Me. He does, he does, yeah, as well. It's, it's mm-hmm. so, like, when you're, when you're a classic old soul style child, and you're like, mm-hmm. damn, why does nobody alive today know the song Let It Be, The Beatles, except for me? Yeah. Uh-huh. Like the like. Why does mon- no one like when they said na 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 hey hey for seven and a half minutes yeah. appreciate true art? The like the montage of like him teaching the students where he just goes up to the chalkboard and he just writes like the Rolling Stones, ACDC, and they all just like nod after every new name. It's like I know mm-hmm. those names. I'm yes, I'm Jack Black. Let's go. Of course, of course, I know those names. I'm the Beatles. <laughs> and yeah, R- Ringo is sitting next to Miranda Cosgrove, and it's never really. <laughs> yeah. He says, I'm in third grade. I'm doing my old Billy Madison thing. Uh, that's questions at you love to hear it on Twitter. Thank you. Um, Time for a Patreon pick. Uh, Let's see. So uh, from one critically acclaimed album to another, changing decades here. Uh, Let's see. This is from Hex of Lexi. Mm. And I want to I, I want to. um. Let's just say, uh, skipping through. So, sorry, this was sent in two separate emails. So I have to find the original. Uh, did I, this is, this is riveting audio. I can't find the original, but there was like an updated one where it was like, hey, correct this. But from Hex of Lexi, um, we are going to and I accidentally close the email, so that's that's great. Um, okay, we're going to be listening to "Speaking in Tongues" by the Talking Heads. Okay, so um, I don't know what's on there. I don't I don't know if the Big Beautiful House and Wife is on there. Yeah, I don't um, know that much about Talking Head except everybody. I think like I think nobody likes David Byrne the person, but they like the the music of that he does. He was in a Sack Lunch bunch. Oh yeah, he did right? the the the. Mommy song. Mm-hmm. Um, burning down the house is something that will be important for you whenever the next part of JoJo comes out. That's a JoJo reference. Okay. So that's on here. Yeah, April 4th. Um, a week from tomorrow. Okay, there's a song. 
so there's some there's some good uh, track titles. There's a song called "Making Flippy Floppy." Um, there's a song called <laughs> "Girlfriend Is." There's a song called "Girlfriend Is Better." That's true. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> that, that good goes. feel when GF. Um. All right. So that's all next right. time. Um, also, I wanted to, I wanted to uh, follow this up. I might I told you this I think, but for all of our other viewers, this email ends with thanking thanks for keeping up the good work during the pandemic pandemic you're keeping me ent- well entertained while trapped in my apartment this email was sent monday march 30th 2020 so <laughs> happy anniversary happy anniversary facts of lexi thank you um patreon right yeah our friends am i pulling up our friends or are you pulling um up our friends? i let me see if i'm logged in first i am not okay well okay i'll, I'll race you all right let's go three two one go <laughs> okay oh no i'm gonna lose uh, no, oh I, no! I <laughs> I just tried to type in the uh, word Patreon in the email, and that's not our email. At oh all. no! I'm I'm gonna have to deal with the Patreon's relationship manager interface. Oh no! All right, let me take a big sippy of of fantasy Coke, and then I'll I'll get down to it. Okay, here we go. Thank you to our best friend of the show and above tier donors, starting with <clears throat> Happy Weed Minute by the way, Ziva. Happy Weed Minute. Happy Weed Minute, Jim. Uh, Ziva, Weedlord Vegeta, Walt, Ravain Brain, Valerie W, Tuster McGee, The Master DS, Matthew Berger, Sylvie McAvoy. Let's, uh, let's break on through to the other side of the, of the patrons. <laughs> Stephanie Ruff, Silvery Air, Sensual Kazoo, Sarah McClintock, Sarah Lucky Dice Kirby, Brian Lester, Reliet, Raleigh, Paul Moran, Paul Blart Fleshcart, Nero Wyvern, Milk Succubus, Maximilian Rower, Magenta Rice, Magdalene Jenny, Let's go Sixers, baby. Love the Sixers. Lauren LeBlanc, Lenini, Kay Darling, It Was a Penguin, Hecabe, Graham of Steel, Edard Stoink, Ducky Aisha, Derek, Great Big Sword, <clears throat> Cybernia, Carrot Lime, Caroline Savage, Brian Randall, Black Hayate is a very good boy. Not going to say it again. Big Titty Goth Tradwife, Two Bad Kims Outside at the moment, mm-hmm. Barrier Trio, P. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Kim and Jim Morrison would have yes? been so happy. Yeah, just lost it. Yeah. <laughs> Barrier Trio. Bean. Audrey Olson, Antigone Progeny, Anna Exby, Andres Gonzalez, Alex C, Sarah and Blair, Ryan West, Roy, Paul Bechtel, Patrick Gallagher, Neve Noel Williams, Matt Ribeiro. Matt didn't play his playoff Pokemon game yet, right? No, I don't think so. Hmm. All right. Well, moderate amount Brooks of were, good luck to you, Matt. Me and Brooks were eliminated from from playoffs. Uh, yeah, we we're getting an so, early head start in the next season. We're actually happy about it. So, yeah, I get to focus on. I finished. So I I think. I I guess if we had to order it, you know, seventh place finish for me out of what sixteen for me. I'll take yeah. it. Top 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 half. We we made we made top cut. Yeah. So you know, we both got two owed, but it was close. Yeah. You know, so. Uh, Elliot Valentine, Destry Hawk, Curse Goat, <laughs> Big Flat Bunt, Trigger Harpy, <laughs> Alex Schaub. Thank you. And thank you for listening to our long-awaited, much, uh, you know, very fraught production of our The Doors episode yeah. of Fun Point. And thank, thank you, you for, Eddie, for, for listening to The Doors. You know, I, I do, I, I gotta, I gotta do it for the love of the game. You could have just you pretended know? to have listened to The Doors and, like, for the first time just been like, oh, yeah, light my fire, that, uh, that, uh, like, yeah, man, that wow, one, that, that, that's, shitty, that one's Yeah, funny. man, that shit, 
that shit he said was crazy. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I appreciate Oof, um, all right. <laughs> the emotional labor of listening to the mm-hmm. doors for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I put the, I put the podcast on my back though. Mm-hmm. Much appreciated. So, uh, thanks. Uh, so in the next, I guess, couple of days, look for Chance Ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then stay, t- stay tuned to, uh, you know, the Patreon for sometime this week for the next Hollowbrow. Yes. Uh, where we watch Darkness Man. Um, so, uh, yeah, and thank just- you to. I'm not. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm not gonna thank Jim on this one. He's got. He's no. No. He's no. Um, Th- thanks Kim, to the guy Kim who said the fuck. Formally cancel Jim. I would. Um, <laughs> if only. Thanks to the guy who created the fuck barrier. Um, yeah. Thanks to Doug Sachs. Um, I would also like to just uh, put out uh, for. I don't know exactly when this might come out, but make sure if you haven't already that you head over to pgot underscore name of the. Mm-hmm. And make sure you finish to you uh, join us for our finals or semifinals voting. Um, at least fifty percent of uh, this podcast would like to formally endorse Laura Drops Chote for the name of the spring twenty twenty one. So, all right. So, if we're at the point, we're at the end. So, if you, you okay, bye. Uh, give me some reggae. Uh, if you're wanting to stick around for some name of the year, uh, let's see. I gotta, I gotta hop on over to that and and see our current matchups right it is currently tiny so, speaks versus laura drops chote in the uh, west and, and then, al pacino horvath versus uh malcolm x puse i i i have my votes up i voted for laura drops chote me as and well. um and um i voted for al pacino horvath i did as well but uh malcolm x puse is currently in the lead so yeah and i'm if i'm happy with a drops, one of those so drops chote versus Malcolm X Pusey would be a very funny just image mm-hmm. from Roy. It's a uh, classic percent. sort of Doors style finale. Yeah. Uh huh. Anyway, um, well, vote choke to less vote choke. That's that's all I can. <laughs> Did you just tweet a? It's the uh, it's the little surskit. You know how surskit. Oh. Ah. <laughs> Ah, yeah, Surskit. Thank you, Surskit, for saying ah like yeah. that. Surskit. Was <laughs> I didn't know pregnant. if you were having problem. <laughs> <laughs> no. Anyway, uh, all right. Thank you uh, for listening. Give me some reggae, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. This is the end. You know. This is the end. Oh, I'm gonna <laughs> kill my dad. Bye. Bye. <laughs>